the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Welcome to another week, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you with me. It's a special day. My daughter informed me that it is uh, International Her Name Day today. Um, actually, she informed me of that last week because it is her 16th birthday. Yes, I have a daughter having her sweet 16 today. So that's uh, exciting for me. And I'm excited about the show today. And I would love to speak with you because the theme today is going to be pride and arrogance. Uh, two very, very bad characteristics to have. Two characteristics very, very prevalent in our world today. You see it virtually underscoring every headline, every situation out there. A lot of pride, a lot of arrogance. Joe Rogan's in the news. People are arrogant about Joe Rogan simply asking questions. They are offended by it. They are deeply offended by it. And they would love for Joe Rogan to stop doing what he's done to make himself uh, very rich and very consequential in our discussions about very consequential matters, our health. Nothing really more important than that, right? If you have your health, you don't really think about how blessed you are to have it. But if you don't have it, that's pretty much all you think about, and how you can get it fixed. But Joe Rogan has dared to challenge the mainstream narrative by simply listening to people who have different viewpoints than the preferred opinions out there. I will play you today a comment from a very smart woman. She is the founding dean of the School of Government at the University of Oxford. That is a position you don't just uh, have given to you because your ethnicity and race match what Somebody happens to be looking for in a position of importance. No, you have to earn that. And while you may say, well, her opinion from halfway across the world, Bruce, really doesn't apply to the United States of America. Sure does. Because I'm holding in my hand an editorial from our very own Columbus Dispatch editorial board. And here's the headline. Our view, colon, a lie spreads faster than the truth. We must stop the spread of real fake news. Now, let me say, I find this amusing that the dispatch headline writer would put those three words together. Real fake news. What is real fake news? If the news is fake, you don't need the word real because if it's fake, it's fake. And if it's real, it can't be fake. So I find there to be a certain serendipity to the fact that this headline makes no sense because what follows under the headline 
also makes no sense to be printed by an entity, a newspaper, that is supposed to be about the free exchange of ideas. You see, the reason why people are mad at Joe Rogan is because Joe Rogan does what the journalism profession was created to do. He asks questions, and he listens, and he sometimes offers his own opinion, but very often does not. He just allows for the free exchange of ideas. Now, I'm not a listener to the Joe Rogan podcast. I listen to snippets of it. I read the headlines about it. I don't have two to three hours every day or any day to listen to a long extended interview. But the dispatch in this editorial is decrying the very thing that the national media is opposing in the Joe Rogan podcast and the very thing that this woman, her name is Nagar Woods, said at the, I got to get the name of this right, the Great Narrative Meeting on November the 21st of last year in Davos, Switzerland. Now just think of the arrogance of the term great narrative meeting. When you hear the word narrative, what do you think? I think of a story. A narrative is a story. I don't want a narrative about COVID, about abortion, about Ukraine, about the economy, about what. I don't want a narrative. I want the truth. I want the facts. And then I want to evaluate them for myself. So I find it (laughs) revealing and nonsensical at the same time. That these uber smart elite people would list the quiet part out loud that they're going to meet under the umbrella of the great narrative meeting. In other words, we're going to marshal all our big brains and decide how we can better craft the story slash narrative that we want everyone to follow. And they had five learned people like this woman, Nagar Woods from Australia. She, I told you, was the founding dean of the School of Government at the University of Oxford. They had similar experts on ecology, technology, society, and the economy. So they brought these five giant-brained elites in. And Nagar Woods, in her time in front of these high-minded people trying to figure out how to better craft the narrative, said this. At Davos a few years ago, the Edelman survey showed us that the good news is the elite across the world trust each other more and more. So we can come together and design and do beautiful things together. The bad news is that in every single country they were polling, the majority of people trusted that elite less. So we can lead, but if people aren't following, we're not going to to get to where we want to go. So did you follow her accent there? The good news, she said, is that in every place they surveyed, the elites, people like her, people like the Dispatch Editorial Board, people like Chuck Todd and Mika Brzezinski and Chris Cuomo, Don Lemon, the elites 
trust each other more than they did before. But the bad news is every single country, the majority of the people trusted their elites less. Now, why would that be? Why would that be? What causes you to not trust someone? Well, I can only speak from personal experience. What causes me not to trust someone is when I find out that what they've been telling me is not true. And that's what the Dispatch Editorial Board is talking about. A lie spreads faster than the truth. We must stop the spread of real fake news. Here's what the editorial says. Fake news, much of it created by foreign adversaries, is 70% more likely to spread than truth on Twitter, according to the MIT scholars. Wow. So the elites tell you lies spread faster than truth. You must believe it. They also say that it takes true stories six times as long to reach 1,500 people than it does falsehoods. Now, here's a really interesting story because the dispatch is, of course, going to support this assertion with a factual statement, correct? And here is their factual statement. The January 6th insurrection propelled by disproved claims of voter fraud during the 2020 presidential election. Let's stop right there, shall we? The January 6th insurrection propelled by disproved claims of voter fraud during the 2020 presidential election. Was the January 6th insurrection propelled by claims of voter fraud? Yeah, I think it was. So now what we have to do is litigate the, the, the accuracy of the term disproved. Now, I'm not somebody who's going to say the election was stolen. I'm not Josh Mandel. Manipulated, mm, gamed, mm. But let's just go with that word, disproved claims of voter fraud. Well, Columbus Dispatch, I suggest you go Google a story from last week about the Pennsylvania Supreme Court saying that Pennsylvania broke state law by counting ballots submitted after the deadline allowed by state law. I suggest you Google a story from two weeks ago where courts in Wisconsin found that Wisconsin authorities also did not follow state law on counting ballots. And I would direct your attention to a little story from Time Magazine. Now, since you're the dispatch, I assume you would prioritize what Time Magazine would tell you. And the headline on the story, I talked about it several months ago, is this. The secret history of the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election. Typically, anything secret, anything shadow not usually associated with something good, above board, and accurate about an election. So your assertion that fake news must be stopped because the insurrection was propelled by disproved claims of voter fraud is not accurate. The insurrection was unquestionably, well, unquestionably not an insurrection, the riot The uprising, the disturbance, was propelled by anger over possible voter fraud, of which there are as many headlines that uphold those beliefs as there are ones that do not uphold those beliefs. And that's only one headline. We're going to talk next about more headlines where we're told one thing, and then later on we find out, oh, what we were told wasn't true. But you, Dispatch, has the temerity has the condescending certainty that you know everything because you're part of the elites. 
And if only you could get the rest of us dopey people out here in flyover country to follow you, then everything would be just perfect. It is not a great feeling to have spent your life in a career you're now ashamed of. Uh, That is my situation. Uh, I'm not proud of it. And I wish it wasn't true. Uh, I wish now I could go back in time and do something different. I think God gave me um, some gifts, I'm not sure how many, to analyze information quickly, to speak extemporaneously, and hopefully make sense of complex things. I felt like journalism was a noble profession uh, because you could hold people accountable for hurting others. Uh, I was... uh, Somewhat a child of the Watergate generation. I think uh, the movie All the President's Men got a lot of people into journalism, and that's what I envisioned journalism to be. I enjoyed breaking stories during my career, whether it was in sports or whether it was in news. I enjoyed finding um, corruption's probably too strong of a word, but when people were positioning something as truth and I found out not to be true, I, those were the stories that I remember the most, doing the best, giving the little person, the person getting steamrolled by a big entity, whether it's Ohio State, State of Ohio, whoever, giving that person a voice. We're in this weird time now where the values that the left used to have, or that the, I guess, contrarians is a better word, the values that the contrarians used to have, that the crusaders used to have, are now the values of the established party, the Republicans. We want to... We're open to any kind of debate. Have a question, got a statement, got a view, air it. We're not afraid of it, but because we prize truth, we believe truth will win out in the end. The former crusaders, the people who used to be, you know, the hippy-dippy pot smoker, they're now the establishment. They're now the ones trying to silence people who just want to get information. And they coined terms for that, misinformation. You know what misinformation really is? When John Brennan on CNN or Don Lemon or Chris Cuomo or Rachel Maddow or any of these other fools talk about misinformation, you know what misinformation is? Misinformation is data that's true that leads you to a conclusion that the people in power do not want you to have. That is misinformation. For a long time, anyone who said masks didn't work, that was misinformation. Anyone who said you would probably still be get, getting infected with COVID if you were vaccinated, that was misinformation. Now, now that's true. And the reason why it's important that we have this free exchange of ideas is because if we always accepted and never allowed anyone to say anything other than what the dominant view was at the time. How would we ever have gotten to the point where we know the world is not flat and we know that the sun does not revolve around the earth? You find out things are wrong by allowing a free exchange of ideas and then vetting those ideas, testing those ideas, discussing those ideas. And those are the things the left now doesn't want anyone to do. And 
in that regard, the Columbus Dispatch is the perfect character to demonstrate all the weaknesses of the left. Their condescending editorial today, a lie spreads faster than the truth. We must stop the spread of real fake news. Real fake news is an oxymoron. It's either real news or it's fake news. It's not real fake news. And by we, I'm sure they mean all of us. But what they really mean is them. They're the ones. They'll decide what's fake. And their top example is the January 6th insurrection was propelled by disproved claims of voter fraud. Those claims have not been disproven. There's been enough court filings and things like that to say, you know, there was stuff that was done in Pennsylvania that was not al- not allowable by law. There were things done in Wisconsin that were not allowable by law. Maybe didn't change the outcome of the election. I'm not here to argue the election. The election has passed. Joe Biden's the president, unfortunately. He'll stay the president, unfortunately. I don't want to relitigate the election of 2020. I don't want Donald Trump to run in 2024 because I want 2024 to be about what's happened since 2020, not in 2020. So I'm not an election denier. But there are two examples as to why fake news is so dangerous. Is the January 6th riot, which they said was precipitated by disproved claims. I would say by some disproved and some proved. And of course, the success of the misinformation spread about COVID-19 and the vaccines created to fight it. Show that we as a nation need to have a serious conversation about reliable news. Oh, yeah, we see. You always know when a leftist is serious when they say they, we need to have a serious conversation. Not just a conversation. It has to be a serious conversation. Freedom of speech and the free press, this editorial reads, are critical to our nation's future. <laughs> I'm with you so far. But you know the butt's coming, right? Here it is. But far too many. Cannot tell the difference between real news and destructive noise. Ah. Fortunately for us, the Columbus Dispatch is on the good side of that. They can tell. We can't. They're going to tell us what's okay to talk about and what's not. Because they got them a college degree. And this is so much arrogance and condescension dripping off this editorial. And then they... Put something very interesting on here. A 2019 Stanford History Education study group found that 66% of high school students couldn't tell the difference between news articles and ads mark sponsored content on the Slate.com homepage. Okay, so they're pretty, and and I don't dispute that. I will give you that fact. So this is interesting to me because the dispatch is saying, and we got a problem in this country. Here's how we're going to demonstrate we have a problem in this country. People can't tell the difference between real news and sponsored content. Okay. Well, I read the Dispatch website every single day. And for the longest time on Dispatch.com, there's been something amid all the news stories about how to remodel your bathroom. Now, that is sponsored content. And I, I know they are shocked by this, being a discerning consumer of news, can tell that that's sponsored content. But if you're really dead set against the evil, nefarious aspect of sponsored content, then how hypocritical and disingenuous is it of you, Columbus Dispatch, to take the money for sponsored content, put it on your site, 
and then have your high and mighty editorial board crab about how awful and evil and terrible it is that people can't differentiate. You know what might help them differentiate? If you stop taking the cash for putting it on your website. What a bunch of hypocrites. We're going to continue to pursue this because there's a lot more to talk about. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.